you are the podcast master. I'm recording down here, ready? Doing the whole whoa, did the lights just turn off when you clap your hands? It's 1983. You guys have like such a made fancy... for TV infomercial. You guys do, you have like a fancy setup, but yet somehow Chris and I are still having a little sword fight over here. <laughs> I, I'm not used to all these big gadgets, <laughs> little sword fights. Um, here we go. Here we go. I like the setup here, guys. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's amazing. First of all, welcome everybody to Matt West Now Podcast. Obviously, coming from a very different location. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to it on iTunes or any of the other podcast uh, downloadable apps, whatever it is, you have no idea what I'm talking about. We are just outside of... Is it Platte City officially? Well, we're or? actually in the, the metropolis of Tracy, Missouri. Tracy. That's what yeah. I thought. And this would be like the... Uh, you know, like what did we say the other day? We're like the Saks Fifth Avenue of, of New York City because we have like we have a convenience store next door. It has everything. You do. It's, so, it's the plaza shopping mecca. Yeah, but with shopping Tracy. mecca. That's what it was. It's the shopping mecca of Tracy, Missouri. The world headquarters. Of it is the world headquarters. Helmets, right? It is yes. because we ship helmets worldwide. Okay, Cody McGee's on my left. Chris Welch is on my right. Uh, and, and I would say safe to say, who's the CEO? Yep. Don't, don't have <laughs> I love it. It's like me and my relationship uh, with the thing. There's not really a boss. Like we're we're partners. No, I guess. but see, in your relationship, there is a boss. Hey, this is my podcast. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I'm just let's saying. go by my rules. But no, you you can say that. Oh, well, there's no boss. We know the boss. You know who the boss. Like your listeners are like, we're just not going to yeah. force you to admit it. Yeah. Anyways, right. uh, back to what we were talking about earlier. It's yeah. it's fun because. Uh, you guys are just outside of Kansas City, 30 minutes outside of Kansas City. And uh, for uh, some of the listeners that might not have any idea what we're talking about, we're talking about the two guys that essentially are the brain trust, the work, the crew, everything behind 100X Helmets, which is obviously, I think, the most prominent helmet on the market in terms of Western sports today. I, I, yeah, that's I was pretty I, I easy to agree. say. Yeah, I mean, the, it, it is us too. You and see them more than anything else. You, yep. you know what? I think you. Uh, like we count, you know, like we're yeah. always, cause we're, yeah. you know, we're, not only are we, uh, sales, but we're repair, marketing, uh, marketing, marketing. uh, yep. janitor, R and D, uh, R and D who's uh, HR. That's be. what I want to know. <laughs> who's HR? Because well, definitely. <laughs> it depends. you know what? One time we, uh, we had an HR position and it was filled for one day for one afternoon. We had an HR person. And it was Robbie Hodges. Oh, yeah. I mean, he Previous be Robbie that. came to the office and put a sign on the front of the door. It said, Robbie Hodges, HR. HR. And that's the only HR person we've ever had in five years. And I promise you that's the only HR job he'll ever yeah, have. Exactly. Well, so yeah, exactly. We terminated him about three hours into it because <laughs> he kept on hitting the phone saying, Cindy? Yeah. He's yeah. literally the only rodeo clown I know personally that has Fox News on his resume. And not because he hosted anything or knows anything about politics. It was just like... Craziness. I won't make. But yeah, so the HR, we make a joke yeah. all the time that we only had one HR person ever, and it was Hodges, only because he wrote the sign and sat in the chair for. I want to. I want to talk a lot more about the company and the helmet and everything behind that here in a little bit, but uh, talk a little bit about why I'm here and I invaded your your office space. I invaded your podcast studio. Let's start with that yeah. because two big guys and a Grover. Right now it's two big guys and another better big than guy. Grover. Uh, another big guy. <laughs> Let's change the name of your podcast. The two. Two big guys and somebody better than Grover. But somebody better than Grover. I, but you guys were gracious enough, invited me to come be on your podcast. It's something that you guys have just started, you know, what, a few weeks ago? Yeah, we're, you know, we're a couple weeks in. And it, and it really was just, uh, 
you, we have this big elaborate set of every season stuff. But, but it was really a we get a constant, and it goes back to the helmet. People saying, "Hey, what? Um, what's going on? What's here? going on? What are we doing? Right. Um, what? How does the helmet get fixed?" And so it started with the whole process of putting things out. Yeah. But, and so now it's. Uh, and we're fortunate enough to have the relationship with riders being in the locker room, parents being, you know, at at all the different events, and you know, so it's we're not in the know, but we do, you know, we share a lot of our experiences, mm-hmm. and you know, it's always cool to share something about, you know, something Jose said or something Jesse said, or you know, it's just it's kind of cool. We share that a lot with the, the minis, you know, kind of right. validates and things like that. But I think. Uh, I don't know. But okay. isn't that an important part of anything in life? Because when, when the guys that are at the best, whether, I mean, if Joe Rogan came to me and said, hey, you know, so and so told me to listen to your podcast and said it's really good, like, oh my God. Or if somebody told me that Joe Rogan listened to my podcast and said, yeah, that's really good, like, I would embrace that information. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's good to have those guys. Like, the best in the business are utilizing your product, coming back with positive feedback. Why would you not share it with the next generation? Right. And I mean, that's that's been our. So we're building that next generation right. as well, you know, and right. we think taking it by storm, taking, you know, bringing that to the, uh, the forefront of the technology and the protection part of it. But also it's about, you know, we naturally are, we are naturally coaches or we're naturally, mm-hmm. you know, my history and all that kind of stuff, but we naturally want to help those riders. You know, what's funny is I've tried to stop talking about helmets, <laughs> uh, you know, five, six times already in this podcast. Yeah. And, and for some reason it always comes back and, and I can tell you exactly why. It's called passion. Anytime we're passionate about anything in life, it's hard not to go right. back to it. And that's what I love about you guys. And I have, you know, I mean, we all go back a long, long time. Does. We've been friends a long yep. time. So uh, it goes back to the very beginning stages of what would eventually become, you know, the helmet that we look at today in, in every locker room across the country and around the world. I mean, guys in Brazil are taking this helmet back to yep. Brazil. Mexico. Um, I think, you know, Canada. we say worldwide. We joke in the beginning. We're joking about that. Uh, it is. I think, I think we have shipped helmets now to 14 different countries. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those are military guys that ride bulls that are outside. Right. But 14 different countries mm-hmm. we've had we've had the opportunity to ship the helmet to. Okay. I want to go back. We're, we're, we're going to talk right. a Circle lot around. about helmets mm-hmm. and, and everything. But I want to go back to you, Chris, because... <laughs> You started talking about your past, mm-hmm. and and I know, but for people that are listening for the first time, that are maybe getting introduced to you guys, let's talk a little bit about uh, you know your past experience in in athletics. Okay. I started out um, for 19 years. I was a college football coach, mm-hmm. and uh, I was fortunate enough to be around great leaders, great coaches. Um, you know, I was an assistant coach for eight years, small school NAI. And then had the opportunity to uh, be a recruiting assistant with Tom O'Brien at Boston College for three years. Really never thought, you know, that I would go back down to an NAI smaller mm-hmm. school. I thought, eh, my, my career's going. This is where I'm at. And then had the opportunity to go back to my alma mater, you know, at the NAI level at Grayson University as the head coach. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, spent seven seasons there, did some things. Rewrote some record books, had some great, you know, surrounded myself with great. Hey, humble. When you say athletic at first, I was going to be like, yeah, I was Mr. Universe. <laughs> like, I, like he had half a second it's there. Bulky season. Yeah, it now, was like though. a half a you, second. Hey, of, was be like, patient. Oh, man. Be patient. Here awkward. we go. Here be we go. Patient. Because what I was going to say is we, we did so many things because I was fortunate enough to surround myself with great assistant coaches. And especially at the smaller school, you have to. 
because yeah. they're jacks of all trades. They're the admissions person. They're the records keeper. They're the recruiter. Mm-hmm. They're the coach. They're the equipment manager. They're it, all that kind of stuff. It was different, obviously, at the uh, 1A level, you know, Division One. And then my last season was with uh, Paul Rhodes at Iowa State. And uh, at that point, I had decided, you know, I'd, it was a lot. You yeah. know, your life really, this isn't a, a knock on the world because I, I, I miss it dearly because it's, it is one of those things that means a lot to me. When your world revolves around 18, 19, 20-year-old guys, 21-year-old guys, yeah, you know what's coming. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's the party and it's all of those things, which I was one of those guys when I was in school. Right. That was me. I was the knucklehead, you know. But when your world revolves around their success and your success and them going to class, mm-hmm. not back-talking a teacher or do, you know, whatever it is. It was there. It was yeah, time. It's frustrating. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it was. That's where I'm thankful because in the world of Western sports, again, I'll, I'll throw that term out there. Typically, it's that same mentality 19, 20, 21, 22 year old oh, yeah. kids that turn into 25 year old guys that still act like they're 20 year old kids <laughs> and then turn into 30 year olds right. that still act like they're 21 year old kids because you're traveling so much. You're out on the road. You're doing these things. Luckily, uh, we got a lot of room in the PBR right now that, that doesn't really fall into that as much, per se, as, as it, most places. No, it doesn't. I mean, in fact, I, we talked about this yesterday a lot, is the locker room right now within the PBR is completely different than it's been the last few years. But it has to be, because the sports continue to evolve. The money's there. Uh, you're riding the ranks bulls in the world, and, and I talk every yeah, time you start talking mandates about mandates it, right? Yeah, you have to. You have to keep up with your competition. Your but competition. I also, I, but I think that is my personal opinion is that that is because we're 25 years in on the PBR, and you're starting to see the kids from ground up come mm-hmm. through the ranks correctly. Yeah, I mean, look at look at uh, Jake, Jess, Ezekiel, the foundation that they had to come up was different than Lambert and Tough and, right. and, and all of those guys a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Now, but the generation now of the younger kids, we talked about John Krimber is 14 mm-hmm. years old. I don't know if you saw the video this last week online. He got off a bull that most guys could never right. ride at Joe State's house. And in the background, you've got Silvano and Kaiki and Jose. <laughs> and all of a sudden, if you were world, in a basketball class, where would you ever in any other sport have um, – LeBron, right? All Michael Jordan, yeah. all in the same place, saying, "Hey, when you cross over, do this." We don't have that, yeah. and so this now, but that goes back to our locker room because they're preparing. Like when you watch these guys prepare, it's completely different. Than it was two years ago, three years ago, five. I years would agree. Ago. I think I think the turnover you just mentioned about how it's changed in our locker room—it is absolutely that. Yeah, from a coach's standpoint, even you know when I walk in and I'm like, you know, I'm watching somebody prepare, and I just kind of, you know, see them get up. Do their preparation, either they're praying or they're they're writing in a book or just everybody's meditating. got something different. Everybody's got something different. You know, mine or someone might be, you know, hitting a smoke or mm-hmm. you know, walking around, bouncing around, doing warm ups in the hall. Whatever theirs is, you see that and you watch the younger guys watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what's always cool is you look over and you see a guy just kind of watching an older guy. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And well, and what's cool is you go in our locker room. I say our locker room. You go in the locker room, and somebody always has a kid in it. There's always some young man that's 12, 14, 16 years old that is just 
in there soaking it in because he's surrounded by his heroes. Yeah. They're going to go emulate those things. We've talked about that, yeah. you know, coming back from Global Cup. You had Ted Noose's kids in there. Right. So Weston and Wired are running around. And then you've got J-Dub and his boy are in there. Yeah. And then you turn back around and on the – I'm trying to think who the other one was. Um, there was another one in there. But Oh, oh John Cripper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that we had five yeah. boys running around the locker rooms being respectful, but they were watching and seeing. and I mean, just the opportunity – but again, you you hit it there though. It's the respect. It, yeah, you know those kids look up and they, you know, they stop and they watch and it's like, Mister Chris, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it is. I think that's awesome. You know, you know what I think I love the more than that. It's the guys will turn around and say, "Hey, John, no doubt. Hey, Wacy, right? Hey, why? Yeah. yeah, and there's and a, include there's them. A, a, there you go. There's a yeah. mutual respect from the top down, even, and it's just the atmosphere of that locker room. And you can tell when the when the atmosphere of the locker room is on. It's going to be a lights out show. So for the people in the audience, because you can tell. Yeah. I mean, it's just like any other locker room. Well, and you'll hear me say every once in a while, yeah, there was this different energy in the locker room tonight, and and I mean it because you can go in there and it's like some nights we, we were talking about Kansas City on Saturday night here, the fans. Uh, holy cow! Yeah. Like they were they were on fire. The fans were there <laughs> to have as much fun as they possibly could. We period. The, the, locker room, the locker room in Kansas City on Saturday night was the weirdest locker room I've felt. How so? I, I can't even – you know what? Fliska walked by and looked around. And he was like, this is crazy. Kay Harrison walked in. She's like, what's going on in here? And I said, you were like the fifth person to walk right. in tonight and say the same thing. And then – and I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this story or not, but I'm going to. We're standing there, and, and Sean Gleason walks in and gets everybody's attention to it, and then tells them a story about President Trump and how he had a conversation with him. And I kid you not, it was like he flipped a switch, and all of a sudden, everything started Yeah, so on that note, Matt, were you, did you hear that story? No. <laughs> so oh, we're in the locker room, and you know the locker room. I mean, it's you got this group's quiet, this guy's yeah. kind of talking, yeah, everybody's yeah. laid back, going around. Then you got the music There's back clicks. in the shower. There's yes. clicks. Yeah, there's, there's definitely clicks. There is. There is. There's booming music out of the showers yeah. because there's somebody. It's a smoking section. The smoking. We've talked. It's we've talked about it. Because JB's not there right now. In that, well, yeah, there's a couple of guys out there that, that anyway. It was pretty <laughs> yeah, There was a little smoke. Yeah. <laughs> so, and all of a sudden, here comes Sean Gleason then, and he wasn't making a big deal out of it. There wasn't mm-hmm. a, a crew with him. There wasn't, you know, wasn't a an opportunity for big camera shot or anything like that he walks in and says hey guys can i get your attention and some you know everybody the people who heard him were like yeah 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 hey 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 you know pay attention he goes let me get everybody's attention before i start and he actually said this is not a rider meeting yes because all the guys they thought all of a sudden because the brazilians don't know the gaps there's still some that don't speak any english and so they're like uh-oh. Did we miss something? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The big yeah. boss is here. Yeah. yeah, big boss is here. He goes, He's like, not a no, writer. This isn't a writer. I mean, yeah. I just want to share something. Got the music turned down, and he brought everybody's attention. Everybody's kind of standing there. He said, you know, we had a show in uh, South Carolina that was booked, mm-hmm. and the president had the wanted to come in to do a, you know, a rally. Mm-hmm. And the night before, went through the kind of the process of how that they wanted right. yeah. PBR to drop it. Kind of went through the process of, hey, no, we're just going to have to – Make it work. So they went in. They flew everything up for the rally, and then so they could drop it. And he had the opportunity to get a fifteen or ten to five to ten minute audience with the president. Mm -hmm. Start talking about the PBR, and uh, he said, "You know, no bullshit. 
So the president understands what the PBR is. He's watched. He's familiar with it. He, <laughs> he said the president knows his shit. Yeah. He said he wasn't shit. He was, which is what I've been saying since I voted for him. The guy knows his shit. <laughs> he he's said, a businessman. No, for he goodness said, sake. He said he didn't come in and say, Hey, I know this about Bo Rodney. I know this about the yeah. PBR. He said, no, he really knew his shit guys. Yeah. He was, yeah. I want I want to relay that Trump knew exactly who he was talking about and what we were talking yeah. about and That's knows cool. the PBR. That's cool. So then he says, he goes, we talking and, you know, trip, you know, right before the Global Cup was, you know, uh, social media saying, hey, the winner should get to go to the White House. I want right. to go to the White House. Just friendly and, but true, you know, true desire there. Yeah. So <clears throat> Sean says, just want to let you guys know he appreciates what you, you know, what we're doing here and all that kind of stuff. He made me promise one thing. Hear how quiet it is right now? Yeah. In that locker room, that's how quiet it got. All of a sudden, everybody's like waiting for Sean. Sean said, he made me promise I would tell all of the writers how much he respects what you guys do. And he is very proud of that. And he plans on attending an event. Isn't We're that, working that out right now. Like, like that makes the hair <laughs> on the back of my neck stand. Dude, I'm too. telling you. So what's even cooler is he walks out. And, or, or Cole or somebody says, yeah. so does that mean we get to go to the White House? He goes, we're working on that. We're working on it. Because Melanson's yeah. like, hey, we, yeah. does Team Eagles get to go? <laughs> and he turns around. And then I turn around and... And Paulo is relaying the message in Portuguese to all the guys. Mm-hmm. And I waited and I watched because I thought, wonder, what, wonder what, how they're, what's going to be their reaction. Because these guys are over here. They, right. It's a different you know country. Yep. It, was, it, was, it was like this. They got yeah. smiles on their face. And you see them kind of look like, one another and go. Because I promise you, knowing those guys, if the world champion at the end of the season got to go to the White House and meet the President of the United States, how? no matter who that president is, no matter who that world Still champion is, our world champion yeah. will be so grateful for the opportunity. Guys, yeah. and I told this story, I think, on the last podcast because we kind of talked a little bit of politics. I love talking politics because I can talk politics and not hate somebody that doesn't agree with me, which is so hard for people to fathom these days. But, you know, and, and I was honest. I didn't vote for the last president, but I was a few feet away from him and was – Hoping to get an opportunity to shake the man's hand yeah. because he's one of then 44 guys that held the office and was Still the leader the president of, the world. of our country. And I said this on the last podcast. Somebody said, well, what would you have done if you got to meet him? And I said, I would have told him, thank you. Uh, I would have asked him to take a picture and I would have said, God bless you, man. You know, and, and I'm praying for the guy every day, no matter who it is. How Amen. can you not? Amen. It is. Well, and here's the thing. You take a group of Brazilians that come up here. We, we've had this conversation. You can listen to one of our other podcasts. And we, we had the, Apollo and, and Jose on. And they're talking about they love America. Yeah. It's the greatest Absolutely. country you know, they, in the ever, world. Yeah. We so say they, it. Yeah. And they I question it. sometimes how many <laughs> yeah. people that believe live it. here believe yeah. it. Like yeah. every time. It. I get to say that every week. We live in a greatest I mean, country. You put bullshit world. on some people and you go, oh, well, then act like it. Well, then, right. Yeah. You can say it. But yeah, for them, here it, was, it was it was real. Like yeah. to them, they they didn't care who our president was. The yeah. fact that he said, "I appreciate what you're doing," those guys appreciated that. Yeah, well, you see, you look over and it's like, yeah, you know, it's like they're giving everybody kind of thumbs up. Like, okay, now we understand yeah. why. Yeah. At least was, I listen. Yeah. I listen to announcers a lot say, you know, we live in the greatest country in the world. And when they say it, I I I wonder to myself, have you ever talked to anybody that lives somewhere, that grew up in another country? Have you ever been outside of the borders of these United States of America and seen 
like with your own eyes how other people live. Like the we, fact that I can wake up and bitch about things on a yeah. daily basis to me yeah. is smile and move on and yep, go make a living. Still wake up and do whatever I want to. Not be what? thrown in jail. We, we, yeah. Going back to the helmet, Chris and I's first trip over to China. Mm-hmm. You don't realize because that was during the election time. I mean, Wait, how long ago was that? Because do I need to be wearing a mask right now? I feel like all of a sudden, dude, not, the only virus you catch in this place is like the Coors virus. Why would it be? I was going to say, corona, why the coronavirus? Be, yeah, like, maybe it's something good it like Pendleton whiskey virus. Or yeah, something. exactly. Let's but make my, it worth getting on the boat. If we're gonna, you're right. Yeah. Why get bloated and fat? I mean, look, look. Don't look at me. Look at him. <laughs> That's why you guys. I, I was talking about this earlier. You guys, your podcast. Uh, throw it out there. Two big guys and a Grover. If you're not already subscribed, give them the five star rating. Do all the things. Yeah. Notice I said all the things. I hate that term. I still do. Um, but you got a YouTube channel. Yeah. And I love it because like you're, if if you're seeing this right now on YouTube, like your camera angle is from like high above your studio, and I'm like, man, I look weird from way up there. Bring it down a little bit, <laughs> dude. The camera, but, the hey, camera adds in Chris's case fifty pounds, right? So and, we in had Cody's case. We had we to had, average it. If it's yeah. seventy five and oh, fifty oh. from me, yeah. we had to find that that sweet spot. <laughs> I feel like it adds fifteen years. Never gonna get old. I'm telling you. That's what she said. I know. Is never going to get old. I said. That's what she said, and fart jokes are How never about your mama. It, but are those that's what she said is the modern day yo mama. And there's so many people listening to this podcast that don't know what yo, yo mama, mama jokes is. are. Yo mama's oh. so fat. Yeah. She when jumped she up said, in the air and got stuck. I remember stuck. getting garbage pail kids. Do you ever have do you ever have those cards when you're yeah, kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they every so often you'd have the one and she had like green on her the big ziz or whatever they were. And it was always a Wait, yo, well, what? It was what? a yo mama joke. But oh. that was always what was on that particular card. And they were the best ones. Can you and imagine now, if you looked at somebody and said you, your mama's so fat? Dude, if you took one of them cards to school now, yeah. like when my kids would take one to school, they would be sent home. Oh and I can remember goodness. a teacher being it's like, so "It would be hey, so offensive." Oh, I can remember my teacher so in third grade being like, yeah. "Hey, who wants to read a card today?" <laughs> True story. <laughs> you remember? Uh, I, I think about things that are so incredibly offensive now. Uh, remember when D Generation X came out and they had the whole crotch chop yeah. thing, like in pro wrestling? Yeah, suck it. I, yeah, my parents didn't <laughs> want me seeing that stuff. Suck it. And I was probably senior in high school. I and then they know. walked out of the room and you did it, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. They turned Every the time they turned it back, it's like, hey. oh, <laughs> did you stand in front of a mirror and practice? No, I, I Yes, you did. I got a Snapchat oh. one time. <laughs> Snapchat wasn't even around then. Oh. Thank God. Oh, boy. Can you imagine? Can you, oh, can you only imagine? Oh, it scares me a little bit that that's. I that. say that all the time, though, because. You got rump, kids, that's well, why. Well, I have to be careful because Rump, Rump from Rump Chat, yeah. Justin Rumford's like my brother. Yeah, and he's always up. talking shit. Yeah, and he gets on there and starts telling stories. I'm like, dude, you realize if we'd had a camera around, Snapchat of any sort, we're screwed. You want to be honest? Uh, Justin Rumford is the reason that I say uh, Western sports so often. Yeah, because like his first it. couple episodes, he just dwelt like he hates yeah, it. He and hates I was it. like, why? I mean, that's what it is. You know, because he's say, a rodeo kid, right? And, and and I think there's this disconnect between a lot of people that think. Uh, PBR and rodeo, or like here's the only what I people think. that think that are the ones that are offended, upset, and aren't making the paycheck. But what I've said about Western sports to me is it includes raining, it includes working cow horse, it includes like so many other all that lifestyle. Yeah, it's well, you a take like your road right? to the yeah. horse. That's yeah. all Western sports. And let me tell you something: most of those guys are in incredible shape. Yes, they are. They have to be. They have to be. Actually, shout out to Road of the Horse guys because Chris Cox's boy is actually aware of 100X. Oh, really? Heck yeah. I love Coxie. Yeah. 
A lot of people don't know. Global Cup, he stopped me and grabbed me and said, hey. I said, how's it going? And, yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. I'm a a huge Chris Cox fan. Yeah. His little boy does wear the helmet and gets along great with it. Really? I actually met Chris before I started Road to the Horse. He was actually a big part of me getting the job at Road to the Horse. I don't know how much of this is out there, if anybody knows this, but um, Chris started doing these nationwide demonstrations and and was going out and putting on these, like, not clinics, but they were, I mean, they were just demonstrations. He would show people. And there's a lot of bullshit in the was world. Was it educational? Was yeah, it just kind of like very, very okay. much. Yeah. Very educational. But there's a lot of bullshit in the world where people will go out and get an untouched colt and, yeah. you know, or something yeah. they don't know about. Well, lo and behold, they've been working with this horse for two days, three days, whatever. I literally would fly in the exact same time Coxie would, and we would go eat dinner. We would go set at the hotel like i was with the guy all the time there was no preemptive when we got to the when we got to the arena he'd go we got a horse and the guy running the tour would be like yeah yeah we've got one he goes okay cool anything i need to know like is it super crazy no no you'll, you'll be all right okay cool and that was it and he'd go out there and he'd figure out what he was looking at what he had to deal with i mean the guy's an incredible talent but you've grown up like, your family, hardcore into horses. Yeah, I mean, my family, from very beginning, I mean, I say Justin's like an older brother, or he'd be a little brother. Not quite as big as I am, but um, oh, our families are, uh, he's, I don't know, yeah, he's about to die. He quit drinking beer. He's drinking beer. <laughs> yeah, right. No, he's drinking White Claws now. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. He gave up beer for White Claw. I don't even know what that is. Like, I mean, I know, I don't what, even it know is, what it but is, but I've never. I'm, really? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I don't drink. I know you don't, but... It, you still have to understand what a white claw is. Yeah. Is it like I? Okay, I'm gonna have this conversation because like I really. Have, is it a beer? Is it like a milk? wine cooler? Is it like? I mean, it's just like water. That's it's like drinking uh, sparkling water with a little bit of alcohol in that's it. That's stupid. Well, but you that's know a what? Waste. For fat guys, sometimes you gotta count calories. That's a waste. Anyways. You don't want to be bloated. All right, back to the horses. Otherwise, you look no. Like, you want to be drunk. Like that That's why you drink. Well, that you're right. Okay, so back to it. Yes, my family, my family is really big into horses. Uh, my mom always had a, a contract trick horse act in the PRCA, and um, went from there and lived at the Rumfords. They're my second family, and when I was at the Rumfords, everything revolves around the horse. Yeah, I mean, Grandpa Floyd was a horseman, and in, in every sense of the word. Um, so a, a true foundation there. And then back at my mom and dad's today, I mean, there's still 50 head of horses all the time. And we run carriages and there's saddle horses and there's there's a little bit of everything. I mean, we're just yeah. we're horse people. So a guy like Chris Cox, I have a lot of respect for because what most people don't understand is when you get a horse, you know this now. Hey, when you're, you, a, yeah, you're, you're a new owner. horse owner. Oh. Yeah, yeah. When you get a horse, you yeah, also you get, get two horse. giant dogs. Uh, you have to add a room onto your house. You uh, and you Thank lovingly you. go to the feed store as much as you possibly can. And all of a sudden, your savings then goes to your checking and goes from your checking into their account. Savings? Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> but yeah. what I was saying is, uh, <laughs> uh, horse people are a, truly a different breed. Um, in every sense of the word, and so like when you say Western life, Western sports, right. it, it truly does embody those people because that animal is truly what drives them, right? And so, even going to the PBR, mm-hmm. it's a part of Western sports, and so yeah, people walk in, but the horses are a, a true huge, yeah, it's true. There, it's a huge part of who I am. 
Yeah. Um, um, I don't ride near as much as I used to. Just, I mean, just part of it's being in the office and things all the time. But real uh, life gets in the way a lot of, of things that does. we enjoy doing. It does. And um, you got to balance the passions. Yeah. 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 And, and that's hard. Very well, hard. And, and, and unfortunately, my passion, as much as it never was intended to be a helmet, it's turned into that because we spend so yeah. much time in what we do. Yeah. You know, for Chris being. From where he came from, he was in the football world, so a helmet is just part of your world. Right. I came from the rodeo world where a hat is what truly defines us. And so that's and where... how do you take that away from a guy? Exactly. And so that's... what do you do? And so it was never our intentions as 100X. We never wanted to steal a guy's identity. And that's why we called it 100X. So people always say, well, why did yeah, you call it? Yeah, our conversation, right? Yeah. Our conversation, we've had several opportunities to... Probably sell the hundred X. I mean, it's just a when we trademarked, everybody was like, "Oh my gosh!" In the Western world, that's so you know so crucial. And we were talking when we decided we were going to do this. We were on the phone and we had about a one minute or less conversation. We're like, okay, what are we going to what are we going to call this? It's like, well, hmm, hmm, hmm. It's like, what's the best hat a guy a cowboy can wear? A hundred X, right? At the and time, and that's where it came before from. the thousand X. So it has nothing to do. So contrary to popular belief, and this is what I've always been led to believe, that it was if I took the two of you's T-shirt sizes, put them together, it would be 100X. No, that's not the case. Contrary to that. Contrary to popular belief, it would only be That is incorrect. No, it would be. <laughs> Actually, that's a six and a four. Oh, wow. Okay. But, yeah. but, but there's a lot of people, and it's funny because like people ask, uh, so often, why 100x? Why 100x? Why 100x? And you know what? They're always Western lifestyle people or something. Yeah. And somebody um, outside of the rodeo world will always say, uh, 100 times? 100 times. 100 times? <laughs> 100 times? 100 times helmet? Yeah. So it's 100 times helmet? Yep. It'll, 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 it'll let you get hit 100 times, but 101, you're screwed. No, <laughs> no. Well, no, when that might be some truth it. here later. <laughs> later. Like, hey, right here's two things, right? It's, it's the best hat a guy's taken off. We wanted to say, here's a quality protective replacement there's a lot of other 5x 4x 10x 20x hats out there helmets out there yeah this is the one but here's the thing and that's like, where it came from if you're buying a, a 5 10x hat you're gonna have to replace it pretty quick right, you're right. Helmet. If, if you if you are using it and you're you know you're getting some good but see, you understand that mentality right. that we use that as a it's the mentality of right. the helmet the standard the standard and the Cowboys understand it. You two knuckleheads came up with that. I, I have a hard time believing we that. We stumbled upon it. Okay. All right. And so with that being said, <laughs> going back to our passion or my passion, and, and it's, it's I, ours. I never wanted to, I personally, coming from the sport, right. never wanted to say, hey, take your hat off. And we to this day, do we ever say, we don't push the helmet on anybody? Right. We don't say, you, you have to wear this or you don't. I have Kobaba, first thing I saw him is, hey, I need help fixing my helmet. Okay. And it's not it's not, it's not 100x, and so those we guys they constantly. trust us, yeah. and so I, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's only a 4x hat. I'm not going to touch that. Right? No, it, it doesn't mean that. But for us, it was if we're going to ask you to take your cowboy hat off, I want you to, he wants you to, we want you to understand. We're going to give you the most protection as we can. Yeah, if that's te- the passion. if the technology it arrives, just, if it's out there, we're yeah. going to try and get it in front of you guys. That's our passion. Our passion about we look at the minis, the young kids and stuff. We can joke about it. We've seen more heads banging off rails at sheep ridings and stuff as they come through. Our passion is no one else was doing this. Everybody was repurposing other helmets. Mm-hmm. A flight helmet, a hawk helmet, a cross helmet. 
Yeah, and it's financial. Part, part of it's financial, yeah. man. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wanted to bite it off because it's a small market. We all know that it's a small market. It's a niche market. But we're committed to it, and, you know, we feel like we've we've changed uh, a lot of people's mindsets, changing the sport. And, and so and that passion comes from seeing people get hurt and saying, we have to do better. Right? Who's yeah, we? Yeah, we absolutely. always say, well, why can't they build a better this? Why can't they? We'll go build it. Yeah. You know? So the passion. Yeah. And that matches for I, us. I love that because I say so many times in my real life, why hasn't somebody done this? Mm-hmm. Okay, dumbass. Why haven't you done it? Like, if you see a need, why not try to fill mm-hmm. that need somewhere? And then I talk myself out of it because, no, I'm not in that world. I, I, I've never been in that position. How can I go help benefit? But, like, that's what I love about you guys because you guys were never PBR world champions. You, you never, you know, Didn't did that. You never did that. But what you did do was develop this incredible passion for athletes and their safety and seeing that, you know what, this is something – Somebody needs to take on. Why not two guys that actually really care? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Now, because now, now we're two guys that really care and we're broke. That's what I was going to say. But, <laughs> but, but, like, being completely honest yeah. with you guys, like, nobody wanted to do it because, uh, like you said, there's financial, you know, stress in that. Um, and, and nobody wants to be the person that takes a chance. Guys, I mean, you, you guys, I was here from day one yeah. where it's like, <laughs> Man, like it's gonna cost yeah. this much money. Like, we gotta we gotta have these other jobs to supplement this company. We were very, very, very fortunate and at it, the time. And it, but but my point being, it wasn't for financial gain. No, the, 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 uh, that's a true statement. And I mean, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, because as much as we want to say, yeah, we'll, we did this or we can do this or whatever. At the end of the day, bull riding is, and to give kind of some real st- statistical numbers, there's only about 9,000 bull riders in out there. Right, right. So if you figure we spend all this money to figure this out, because we really did. I mean, we can walk you through from the beginning. You know, we were talking with Stetson about it. Man, when they saw the first someone arrive a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and we the were so excited. Dude, I mean, it was like having a brand new baby. And it, we got it out of the box, <laughs> and, and I kid you not, we both looked at each other and thought, Oh shit! Oh. No way yeah. in hell is any yeah. man on this earth yeah. calls himself a bull rider going to put this. It looks astronaut. like it's over there in the case. It looks like something NASA would wear. I saw it. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, but you know what it was? It was it was a starting point for us. Mm-hmm. And so we said, all right, this isn't going to work. We're not going to scrap. What that we only learned. took about nine months. Yeah, you we're know? not going to scrap what we've learned. We're going to go back and figure out how to take this technology and get it down to size. And still be protective for these guys. I mean, and that's where, and, and there's a lot of technology in the helmet. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. It'll be like, oh, it's just the helmet. You're right. That is just a Ford. That is just a Chevy. That yeah. is just a Tesla. Yeah. Right. Completely different animals when it comes to it. Well, so you take the hood up, yes. and you start looking underneath the hood, and you realize there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of science that goes behind making this big box move up right. and down the road. Right. When you go through certification, mm-hmm. and they make you do retention tests, they do impact on the front side and all those kinds of things. We get into those numbers, or we don't have to. When we started performing so far better than the standard, it was it was pretty rewarding. Yeah. And it wasn't rewarding because all of a sudden it was a cash cow, and we started making right. this money. It was rewarding because we... 
we knew what an impact that was going to make. And I just got goosebumps sharing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember the time, that first drop they did. Do you remember this? Oh, I know you did. Yeah. I keep it in my phone for a reason. I, me too. They drop it onto a steel anvil. And the guy, the tech, turns around and goes, I don't know, 184, whatever it was. Anything under 300. And that was our first one ever. Mm-hmm. We've done several since. First one. And we were like, are you fucking kidding me? Woo! <laughs> 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 True. I mean, it was right. just like... Oh my gosh! You know the hundreds of thousands of dollars yep, is going to pay off. We knew we knew we could get there, and then our goal was, how do we make it better? Yeah, that's not good enough. Let's make it better. <gasps> yeah. And know? we've done that since. I mean, it's been a we have surpassed those numbers, and we continue to surpass them. We find new technologies, and and guys this weekend said, "I'm going to wait till you do this, or I'm going to wait till you do that, or I want this." And because like, they know it's going to happen, exactly. They know you're going to keep working. Well, that's the whole thing. Is they're like. But we're willing to wait for that one. We'll use this one for now, but we want that one. It's like, hey, guys, we appreciate that because now it's – and it's taken a while. I mean, yeah. you feel like feel like you're churning – you know, like we start creaming, you're churning butter, and all of a sudden it takes a while, and then all of a sudden butter's there. That's not really been the case. Right. Yeah. We're still churning. Yeah. Because but it, we, we have gone from – we've had our original. You know, we had our original helmet that we launched, and then just in October, this, this last fall, we launched a small – Hey, did you notice when I gave a food analogy, started licking his lips? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> See? It's still funny. It works. Even when the dumb shit doesn't even know what context to use it in, it's still... <laughs> I just want to be part of that conversation. I know, too. I know, I know. But No, but th- that's what's great. is, and, and I hate to break it to you guys, but you're never going to make a perfect helmet. No, 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 you're not. And here's the thing. I'm never... And, and we'll, we'll make this statement a million times more because we've already made it a million times. Right. There's so much other science that goes into protecting these guys. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get into the – let's use the word concussion is always one that gets brought up with us. Oh, man. My son's still got a concussion or he got a concussion. Man, do you understand the things that that actually take place inside the head, around the brain? Well, as much as we Because I don't. Hey, as right. much as we do, we don't. Yeah, I don't. Right. I mean, you, you, you go watch the movie is, and, and these things will be like, well, I know a little bit of – you're right. We know a little bit. But you can concuss at a different rate. He's going to concuss at a different rate. I'm going to concuss at a different rate. And then on top of it, if you add in all the other stimulants and the things that hit that happen. Yeah. Have a few beers the night before. Or don't yeah, don't drink any water all of a sudden. And Diet. Dehydrated. Diet. Nutrition. Sugars. And all of a sudden, Gatorade. I talk about that all the time because I have people come to the gym and they're like, well, so-and-so is doing keto. You know, you think, would it, would it be best for me to do keto or carb free and i'm like yeah hey no here's the thing trial and error figure out what works for, for you, you because you're different than that person you're looking at on instagram i promise you you're different than that person that has 14 ads i <laughs> promise you i'm not looking anything like him on Instagram. yeah 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 no kidding right? all right no kidding <laughs> so but here you know dr freeman tandy freeman yeah. who is the western sports guru doctor. i mean he is the one that they everybody defers to he'll flat out say there is no helmet in the world that can protect you from all concussions. No. You know, if that was the case, then Rydell wouldn't be sitting on a, you know, $500 billion lawsuit or whatever. Yeah. But from his standpoint, the idea is that, but the closer you get, the better percentages that you can get in protection is one step closer to it. You know, that if you can slow down the facial fractures the impacts the the broken skulls in theory as we get better 
that's going to lower those concussions. And here's the thing. Education has been a huge part of what we do. You know, we joke around for, for the first 18 months of our company. We were hat and t-shirt company. You remember those days? Don't you? <laughs> I, remember. I mean, everybody always you know says. What's, what's funny is because the first t-shirt, I, I think it was the very first one you guys had that actually had uh, the little sticker roll around it with your label on it. Yeah. I, I, I had a couple of them. Yeah. I still have one. Yeah. And you can ask you can ask the thing. Like, it's set up over on, on a dresser. It's kind of, it's it's almost like something you would take, like like a prize, and you set it up there. I don't know why. I have never taken the, the, the sticker off of it because, like, to me, and, and, I, and I have no investment in this right. company at all, but it's like my buddy started something, and I think that's so cool. I told you guys, like, I want a helmet. I don't ride bulls. Right. I'm going to buy a helmet just yeah, because. You, tell you what, as tough as she is, you might need one. I need one when I sleep. <laughs> I, I promise you I need one when I sleep. I'm afraid I'm going to end up on an episode of Dayliner. Oh my god! Being completely honest with you guys, dude, you have more. Luck. Do, do, do. You, would, you would have more luck in up on like uh, what's that? What's the new cop show that's like Live PD? That yeah. I'm addicted. I'm addicted I, I to like Live PD, Dateline, Forensic Files. It's stupid. I want to know how live Live PD really is. It's not. I know. It's almost as real as like the fake boxing stuff these days. The fake boxing. Yeah, yeah, boxing. Yeah. Why fake. can't everything be real like pro wrestling? Exactly. Like back true when, story. Like Hulk Hogan really body slammed Andre the Giant. See, I you saw have, it happen. You have you have that little shirt that was ours. I have a Hulk Hogan glass that's I still have. I mean, I yeah. when I was training with Hulk one time, um, I the one time that no, that's really the only story I got. You know, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there that it's happened. Um, Great lead in. I actually in. Uh, I'm pretty proud. I have the old WWF Winged Eagle Heavyweight Championship title. Do you really? Autographed by Hulk Hogan. Is it the kind of has like the neoprene, the it's, rubbery? It's it's the, the phone. Le- the phone. No, it's the legit. It's the legit one. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I have a phone of one that has yeah. the phone backing. Yeah. Yeah. I still have it too. I have I have the Winged Eagle belt and I have a red Hulkamania weight belt. Yeah. Signed both signed by by Hogan. Like I, Hogan's. I have I have a. I have a Hogan that's about this tall. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in pristine. Didn't really play with that one as much as I have my other ones. Yeah. Two grown men talking have, about having wrestling. I don't have any figures. of that. Why? Dude, I, I cannot tell you. I feel bad honestly, for you. No. I cannot tell you how many times I had WrestleMania in my living room with Hulk Hogan figuring and my Andre the Giant figuring. My grandma celebrated a birthday this week and... Uh, Reminded me, her and my dad and my mom reminded me of something when I was a kid. And this is, it's funny now coming back full circle. We would record, I say we, I wanted to record every wrestling that came on TV on VHS tapes. And I would watch them after school or whatever. And then I would take my action figures into the room and I would commentate the wrestling matches that I had just watched on TV. I completely forgot about all that because I was so shy as a kid. But now I'm coming back full circle. Like I was practicing what I now do for a living. You were preparing for the future. And I had no idea. Like I'm basically a savant. So does that mean like I'm hoping he's on Speaking of speaking of humble. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of humble. Uh, No, but it's it's it's. I don't know. It's funny because, uh, like, I, I'm buying more action figures now as a grown ass man than I was. I told you, I just came across mine the other day. Yeah, and that's actually it wasn't that I. I got a keepsake for my mom, a box of stuff, and she's like, "Hey," and I open it up, and 
at the bottom I did. I had, uh, let's see, I had um, the Hulk. Um, oh, uh, Haxel Jim Duggan. I had Andre. I had the British Bulldogs. You know what's funny is there's a whole podcast right now about pro wrestling action figures. Not 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 this one. Believe it or not, I don't have anything to do with exactly. it. I just Matt listened to now no, two. It's I wish, man. It's the major wrestling figure podcast. Uh, Zach Ryder and uh, his tag team partner they they do a a podcast every week about action figures. And mine weren't mine aren't the like the early or the mid '90s figurines. Mine are the mid '80s figurines where they were a little taller. They're thick. Yeah. They're heavy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. The real ones. Yeah. The LJNs. Yeah. The big. Yeah. Oh, tall. I had Jake the Snake. And um, I'm trying to think of who else I had. Yeah. Anyway. I, I, yeah, I had them all. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea how we got to Von Erich. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, actually, Kerry Von Erich, actually, not to get too far to that side, but the Von Erichs and my grandpa were actually traveling partners for a long time. So your grandpa was a pro wrestler. Yeah. Which is why we always end up talking yeah, about Yeah, that's why we talk about So as much as I talk about rodeo and I love rodeo. There's blah, a, there blah, is a blah, small blah, side blah, of me. That his loves. grandpa gives us grown adult men a reason to justify talking about. It's true wrestling. though. I, I no, I know, I know. Yeah, no, my grandpa wrestled all through the fifties, sixties, late forties, fifties, and sixties. That's crazy. I think he was twenty three or four years professional wrestling. That's so awesome. Yeah, I'm so jealous. Yeah, he went on to. Uh, he actually got drafted by the Rams. Was out in California on the beach working out. A promoter came by and said, "Hey." You look like a wrestler. You look like you'd be a wrestler. And he's like, "Well, actually, I just wrestled in college and high school, and you know, at that time, Greco-Roman mm-hmm. type style." And he's like, "Can you take a fall?" And he's like, "I don't know." And so he said, "Here." So they went down the street somewhere right up, not too far from Venice Beach, because that's where he met my grandma. And uh, he said, "Let's try this." So he tried it. And he said, "You know what? I'll pay you." And I don't remember the exact number, two or three or four times whatever his contract with the Rams mm-hmm. was going to be. And that's how I became a professional wrestler. Really? Yeah. It's a very similar story to something I had happen in my life. When I was, I graduated high school, I went to college, I went to enroll, and I'm in the bookstore that day looking at, you know, NEO A&M t-shirts and stuff like that. (laughs) And I had this lady come up to me and she says, I'm going to pay your way through college. And I said, (laughs) (laughs) That's what my mom said. I'm listening. I, I had a full ride scholarship to judge horses. Which is what I was doing. But I was like, yeah, you, you've got my interest. She goes, I'm going to pay your way through college. And I said, oh, yeah? How's that? She goes, I'm going to sign you up to a full-ride scholarship right now to be a cheerleader. True story. And I said, excuse me? She goes, we need one more big guy. She goes, you'll be perfect. I said, I don't know anything about being a cheerleader. Raw, raw, re, kick him Did you do that? Did you, were you a cheerleader? No. I have I never s- done anything like Dude, that I'm in my entire life. Have you watched life. the new Netflix series on cheerleading? No. You need to. Wait I'm, a minute. You've a, watched the Netflix oh, series on Okay, where's the HR department? Exactly. Cindy, <laughs> in all seriousness. In all, ser- no, in all seriousness. I'm going to take 20 seconds of your time and listen to this. If you truly one, watch that watch two, that series, three, and the four. athletic ability of those kids is unbelievable. So anyways, we'll, it's one big yeah. guy and Matt from now on. Yeah. Uh, no, I, hey, I, I agree. Um, trust me, I I've spent, well. I'll, and I'll be completely honest with you. Um, I've spent a lot of time researching the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Not and, the same, and, though. And just watching, you know, the athleticism. Exactly. It's, it's not the same. Not the same. Well, that is, that's, that's the truer athlete. It, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, can you? Sometimes they like you have to put your hands in your pocket and like kick. They kick really high, real high. You know you what? I just thought you know I need to funny? have I need to have real Dallas Cowboy high. cheerleaders on my podcast. I'm down with that. Let's do a combined one. You need to go down there to Navarro. <laughs> these you need to go down there to Navarro College and go go see that athletic program down there. Uh-huh. I'm serious. I I, w- I was enthralled with the fact no. because and, you don't think about, about it, because, it. Yeah. because you come from the rodeo world. Yeah. I would have never thought in a million years because we are the toughest, roughest. But that's the, the new travel. That's the new travel baseball. That's the new travel You're right. team. That is, that is. The gymnastics and the cheers, their competitions are going. But constantly. I still think it's amazing because we see guys get flipped in the air and land on their backs and land awkwardly and all these things in, in rodeo. It right. happens all the time. And to see 100-pound girls, women, fly, fly, yeah, and, and to do that and have a guy catch them, I, I was just – I was like – I was, it opened my eyes to a sport that I had never, ever understood okay, or even so, knew existed. So in all honesty, when I was in high school, our cheerleading squad went to a state competition. And I was like, I honestly kind of had my eyes open then. I was like, man, what they do is more than just kind of standing around and, and cheering somebody on. Like, like there's some real athletes in that uh, world. There's yeah. obviously some that are not. But you could say that about anything. I mean, there's some not really – Athletic people in baseball. We got some not athletic guys that ride in the PBR. I'm being serious. Yeah, we, you like, you take some of the most. We joke about it all the time. Cody Webster, we tease him. Webster is not that athletic. In fact, he, he that's not what he said. Oh yeah, he, said he, he would take your oh, fat yeah. ass to the hoop. <laughs> and we're gonna play. Like, I, um, down. Do you know that? No. Oh, yeah. Webster in. and I, Webster, you know it's true. It's gonna happen. You're going down. I love basketball. Oh, I'm going to play him. Hey, dude, I haven't shot a basketball, basketball in eight the, months. And Kemper. Did you ever go by the ramp where they're living? No, that wasn't Kemper. That's a Sprint Center. Or Sprint Center? Yeah. No. Uh-uh, I didn't see it. We came walking up the the ramp right there where they're unloading bulls. Yeah. There's a basketball. There was like, oh, a, really? there was like a halo Last, over it. It was nice. glowing. Really? It, yeah. It just it screamed. <laughs> it said Webster's going to bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. What? So if, if you guys weren't doing this, what would you be doing? Do you have any idea? I mean... I know what I'd be doing. What? I'd especially act in PRCA, and that's where I'd stay. So you'd be in rodeo? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Coaching? Football. Yeah. Right. And I miss, I miss the specialty act side. We do. Now we, I've got my specialty act card. You know that. Right. Um, I, I miss that side. Yeah. Uh, I kind of feel that void with my kids that are now junior rodeoing and things. Still get to go with stuff. But, yeah, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be there without a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, just instantly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's football. Yeah, you know, I mean it's 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 what made the heartbeat for so long. But the relationships with the the players and that's important. And I, but what's cool about what we're doing is that's why the locker room is so important to us because we walk through there and you build a relationship with mm-hmm. those guys, right? Yep. And you saw this, you know, with Cole Melanson and Stetson, and you know sometimes. 51 years old i always you know come up with a dad you know something from you know from a little wiser you know but wise ass. we we think like wise honestly ass. we think but but we've also been in those positions where somebody was telling us mm-hmm. because of things that they had learned and or they didn't tell us yeah and we wish they would have yeah. right yeah and I, it's like you don't want to miss that opportunity to hey you know what Mm-hmm. We say that a lot. We don't want to ever miss the opportunity to mentor a kid. It goes back to education on the helmet. It goes back to what we do in the locker rooms. Because a, a lot of times we're not just in the locker room as, as 100X. We're in the locker room as Cody and Chris. Right. And, and those guys know that. And we have a different feel with them. And it doesn't matter. And I'm not just going to say the PBR locker room. We're in a lot of locker rooms. See, that's this This is what I do. 
And people, your brother-in-law, for instance, gives me crap all the time. He's like, Matt never takes notes, doesn't do any homework, doesn't do you know any kind of prep work. And I'm like, what am I doing before the event? Well, you're sitting on your ass in the locker room. And I said, you don't think I'm learning more being with my friends in the locker room than you are looking at a computer screen? Because here's the thing. You can stat somebody in the stands. But if there's somebody that loves the sport, they love the sport. Normally, they love the rider. Like, you know, yeah. like you want to hear the story about Jess Lockwood getting to the rodeo, not just Jess Lockwood at the rodeo. Right. And and, and for me, I I don't care how many times a guy's bucked off in a row. If a guy has a pregnant wife at home who's due in four days, and he. <laughs> He's flew halfway right. across the country in a yeah. snowstorm and might not make it back. And like, yeah. okay, now all of a sudden that's something There's some I can't personally that. relate to. But a lot of people in the world like are like, oh man, like I'm I'm cheering for this guy. Like he's leaving his family to go do this because Joe Schmo had to go to a convention for his yep. job. They required Bingo. him. I had they you know, made him wife. go to work, right? Or you have to get up and drive a truck eight hours across country because you're a truck driver. Yeah, yeah, same thing. So okay, and. I'm going to come back to the helmet real quick because I keep looking at it. Obviously, it's right in front of me. Uh, I think you have the safest, most durable, um, most protective helmet in the sport by far. I say all that to ask you maybe the most important question I could ask you guys. When are you guys getting into condom business? Here's the thing. <laughs> oh, I can't wait, wait for this answer. Did you hear that? <laughs> I put the brakes on. 100X I, helmets? I, sl- I slowed it down. I stopped it. <laughs> Why? Why? Because there, there's a woman, in the, in, and you call her the thing, you can say, well, I had to stop <laughs> because I was going to say something. I don't know. Let's see. It's a market. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's a market for it. Here's the thing. We right? make them. The He's still protective. not going to use them. Hey, that's a good point. So my parents listen to this <laughs> podcast um, and now watching the YouTube channel. So and I so can see. Hear you. I, I, was, I, can I was going down the road. Anyway, the face mask here of this thing is just incredibly well constructed. And 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 uh, hey, I just heard your dad's laughing this side. <laughs> I doubt it. He, my dad doesn't listen to this shit. Uh, no, I was he, saying I hear him laugh. Yeah, I hear him. He doesn't listen to my podcast. Nobody listens. He's still hoping for a grandkid. Anyways, I got uh, I got these awesome dogs. Uh, I got a lot of really good friends. None of them are on this podcast this week, but I do have some really good friends. Um, but in all seriousness, guys, like I, I think it's awesome that you guys continue to grow the brand. I think it's awesome that you continue and, and not throw away the company, not invest in the company. But I think it's amazing you guys continue to invest in the athletes, and I think that's what this is all about. We appreciate that. Yeah, because it's it's one of those where. You'll go through a, a day on the phones and you answer the phone and say, hey, my helmet broke or Hel- my helmet did this. I, wanna, and I, I always want to say it and I'll say it right now. Chris always wants to say it. But you're still here. Yeah. I broke a screw. Yeah. You know, I can't get hold of you guys. You're not ever in the office. You're not ever. But you know what makes it worth it? Is when, that. When you get a phone call. Every day. every two, And it's like, hey, which one am I talking with? Yeah. Hey, is Chris yeah. there? Hey, well, you're talking with. Okay. Well, hey, this is Chris. This is Cody. Hey, who am I talking with? Hey, Chris. Man. This is Bill Johnson out of, uh, you know, Shreveport. Just wanted to say thank you. Okay. You're welcome. For what? You know? And he's right. like, man, 
My boy got stomped this weekend, got inside the well. The bull was too big for him. Shouldn't even been on it. But, man, he was out there. Bull started turning, got down in the well, got two-footed, you know, and it, you know, we got to replace the the screw or whatever. Okay, cool. He's like, he got up and ran out of the out of the arena. Mm-hmm. Everybody was in awe. You know, it's like, I just want to say thank you. And we're like, hey, that's awesome. I just got goosebumps sharing that because it happens to us a lot. You know, if we'd have been better marketers and social media, we'd be saying, right, you know, right. Look what happened. Yeah. Yeah. But the, shout out to Bill and little Bill down <laughs> yeah. in Shreveport. Just kicking ass. But you know what? That, there's a lot of there, that statement of we got one the other day just to talk about it for a second. You get the ones where you get a mom or a grandma. Mm hmm. And those are awesome. Ooh, the grandmas are the best. Grandmas, no, grandmas, grandmas are, are awesome. Grandmas are always But I'll tell you, the, one, the ones I love more is when you get that rough and tough dad who says, I didn't wear helmets when I rode bulls. Call and say. It's because you sucked and couldn't afford one. <laughs> but, I'm just kidding. But it's, it goes, and then they say, hey, man, I just want to say thank you to you yeah. guys. Those are the ones yeah. you appreciate because it's like they're the harder sell. Mm-hmm. And then once they, once they see their kid, it's like, oh. I'm going to give you a specific on that because you you may do you know Tristan Mize? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Tristan, we were out at the Cinch Shootout, Mm -hmm. right? He takes literally he scored a 92, gets thrown off the bull, lands on his face. The bull turns, coming right in. Bull bull fighter scoots across, scoots across. Literally, the bull did this, this. Looked at him, jumped up, two footed him on the back of the head, split it right there. Boom. Right. We're in the stands. We're like. Stetson Lawrence is over on the gate. I'm like, you know, just because he's down there. They take him back. He's fine. He's fine, right? So the next morning, he calls, and we said, hey, let's switch out because we want that show. We want to be able to take that to our designers, you know, as we sit down with our engineers. And we met right there at the convention center in the parking lot. We get out, walk around. He and his father were already standing at the hood of, or the front of their car. You want to talk about a grown-ass man as a dad? And he's, yeah, he's an older kid. At the time, he was 22, yeah. right? His dad looked at us, and you saw it. Yeah. Welling up. He said, guys, I just want to say thank you. This is my son. Yeah. You know, that's, 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 that's what I say. The grandmas are good, but to get that rough and tough dad that's been a cowboy that understands, hey, you know what? I didn't, ha- you know, I, I didn't have the opportunity because up, up until five years ago, there wasn't a helmet on the market. Right. There were hockey helmets. There was there were flight helmets. There's lacrosse helmets. There's all these other things, but, but there the wasn't same, a same but, guy that said I didn't wear. A yeah, helmet. the same guy says I didn't wear a helmet. And he turns around and says, "Thanks, guys. My kid's got to wear a hundred decks. You can replace screws. You can replace little pieces of. You can replace everything on your body whatever. but your brain. You can't replace your kids. Yep. And that's the biggest thing is like, and I don't know the statistics. You guys, I probably don't know the statistics they're not important but it's like how many lives will be saved because somebody took the initiative to start something different and take a chance you know what it's and it's not and you know what i don't think it's even lives i I truly believe it it's the quality of life because right it is i'm gonna use rubens rubens took a hell of a shot in the city and you know what as much as we want to claim the helmet did everything it could he took it underneath the chin Right, and so, but I mean, my point is, then the bull stepped on him and fell on him and all those other things, so the helmet was still protecting him. If he hadn't had it on, we'd be talking about Chase we'd be, again. We'd be having the Chase conversation. Yeah. It, yeah. it just And so the, his quality of life is different today 
Not so much to save his life. His quality of life will be different today and maintain tomorrow. It. Yeah. Exactly. How nuts is Chase Outlaw? Oh, dude. <laughs> balls dude I mean, like, they're like this big. How is the story of Chase Outlaw not on an ESPN 30 for 30 or ESPN like 60? I don't get it. Because they don't understand. People can't fathom what these guys do. There, you know, there's a lot of truth to what you just said. They can't. They think because they do. They well, think they can. But we take a, I, I personally take a lot of professional athletes from other sports on little tours. I bring in people. Like my favorite thing, uh, you know, as far as being able to do some things in this world is to bring people from other worlds, whether it's stand-up comedians, whether it's actors, whether it's, you know, professional yeah. bodybuilders, if it's UFC football fighters, players. football yeah. players, baseball players. If I can bring them in to watch an event one time and meet a couple of the guys and see, holy crap, these guys aren't bodybuilders. Those They're not built are like, and then to see what they actually do and the yeah. size of these, like you can't fathom it unless mm-hmm. you see it firsthand, you know, on a regular basis. So, but that's the that's why I think like you always people you used to say, well, Rodeo used to be on ESPN. You know, the NFR used to be on ESPN. They knew about it then. Gas used to be eighty nine cents a gallon. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But that's like, my that, that's changed. Exactly. That's my point. My point is, uh, even I then, used to bite them action figures. <laughs> now I don't want anybody to touch yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Like, now they're on the shelf. You want to, I legit <laughs> cut my. I mean, we might have talked about yeah. this on your podcast, or we might have just been shooting the shit in the office when I said, like, I used my LJN pro wrestling figures. <laughs> As teething rings. I'm not even kidding you. Like, I chewed their fingers off. They've all just got nubs running around. They couldn't punch each other because they just had nubs. But, yeah, things change. Well, That's think true. of it like, you remember when Gronk and Ocho Cinco, just kind of that exposure to the... Let me tell you something. That Ocho Cinco was scared shitless. <laughs> yeah. Well, his 1.2 or 1.3 seconds on that bull. But he had so much respect. Absolutely. That, that's what I was going to say. Is you, you take a guy like that that's gone across the middle. Who is an athlete. Against the baddest right. defensive backs mm-hmm. in the NFL. And taking shots. And then to get there and say, I'm not sure I'm really ready. Yeah, I opened I my mouth. This, <laughs> I said this. I, and we, we actually pulled it up on Theo's podcast the other day. Um and at the end of that attempt, he says, I don't understand why these guys aren't the highest paid athletes in the world. Yeah. Like, that's how much. There's a lot of politics to go into that, though, too. You right. Know, you know that, too. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'll always fight for there to be more money in the industry for the athletes. And, you know, it's who knows? I mean, it, everything's growing. Everything's changing. You, you just never know. But you can hope. Right. That's right. Like, I can't wait to see a bull rider sign a multi-million dollar contract. Yeah. Like that's that for me, I'm not gonna get none of that money. But I promise you, that'll be the happiest day of my career. It's because the industry's growing, or that that industry is growing, or our sports yep. grow. Yeah, and and it goes yeah. back to the same thing that you guys saw a need for, and why this company is even here, why this helmet's sitting in front of me today. Passion for the athletes and the and, and the sport that they do. I'm sure you can think of a couple of guys. Look at tough, tough even man. Yeah. He would have benefited from a helmet. Not that he would have worn it. Granted, you know, Cody and all those guys. But, you know, times are changing. Clint Brown. I mean, you can go through a whole list of the 80s, a whole list in the Times 70s. are changing, right? Times have changed. But these kids are seatbelt kids. These kids are safety helmet kids already. It fits. I'm looking around. I'm looking around, obviously, the office here, looking around the HQ, and, and I see all these helmets here. Um, I see J.B. Mooney, Sage Kimsey, 
Chase Outlaw, Jose Vitor Lemmy, um, Tanner Burns, yeah, Tanner Burns, Stetson Lawrence, Stetson Lawrence. Shane Proctor, Stetson, Shane Proctor. Stetson Lawrence is probably the one that's the the, the most recognizable. Mm-hmm. And I start mentioning all these helmets to ask you. Oh, by the way, Shane Proctor is a proud member of the WestFit family. If you're not following WestFit on Instagram, you're a loser at WestFit. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> um, that's World Champion Bull Rider Shane Proctor. Proud member of Westfit. Anyways, uh, truck but, driver for Haley. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I called Nick Lyka like an assistant to a, a very talented trick rider this week at the yeah. WCRA. Yeah, I heard that. Apparently, she heard it too Did and she, loved it. Yeah. I, I heard it. I, I chuckled because it was like, but there's a point where you, you, you just got to know your place. Yeah, that's right. And Shane knows his place right now. <laughs> um, but but I, I bring up all these helmets that are sitting around the office here because. I want to ask you guys, when you look around and, and you see the Kimseys and the Moonies and, and, and everything that's here, like, what's one that sticks out to you guys as, man, that's really cool? Or, or is there one? Hmm. I, I know we talked about the first I can give you the honest answer. Yeah. There's a helmet that's over there that's the bottom. If you see it. That's a kid in Colorado. Right down there. Right down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's probably my favorite. Really? Because of what it did. Because the kid got up, ran to the side. He just thought maybe the the snap had broke, and was running to the side, celebrating. And this piece is right here, and you can see as it's folded. Talking about the face mask. Yeah. Talking about the face mask. Mm-hmm. It's folded where you could barely you can get your hand in there, right? Mm-hmm. That's the cool thing. That's that's my favorite. Yeah, it really is. Really, I mean, totally. I mean, I, and I love the say. I, lo- I love all those guys. Right. Yeah, 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 I yeah, love yeah, the relationship yeah. we have with those guys. Yeah. They can call us and say, "Hey, man, I need this, this, or this, or, or what about this, or this, or Hey, Chris, I need this." And but if you truly went through this whole office and, and started looking at helmets, that's my favorite, and it's been my favorite for a long time. And, I love that. And it truly is because that kid can be that guy. Right. Yep. He will be that right. guy. And that's the. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And it's like you you give them an opportunity to keep going forward. Well, do you remember Tanner Byrne? Wearing yeah, a- I do. He's a big, tall, redhead guy, road bull. <laughs> now he's fighting for Moss, right? So, but he wore that American, the American flag, yeah, right? I From uh, Jared Allen's team, Pro Bowl team. Yep. And I thought that was, I, I thought that was so cool mm-hmm. for what it represented, you know, yeah. in, in our in our sport. We have that helmet in here. We do. I'm it's over here on the rack. Yeah. yeah. And so I think I think our our goal with that is maybe one of these days auction it off and. Give some money. To Actually, we, we've said that, and yeah. we'll say it out loud here. We've said that with his tie, two tie, possible mm-hmm. foundation, yep. mm-hmm. that helmet one day will be auctioned off. Yep. I know that every year during the PBR World Finals, there's this Matt West Charity Cornhole tournament <laughs> auction, and they're always looking for ways to like Looks continue. Like but, it. But, but here's the thing: like, I mean, again, everything we do continues to reinvest back into it the does, athletes yeah. because. Like I've, I, I can, I know how much money we have raised for Western Sports Foundation. I know how much time I volunteer, and I'm not, I'm not patting myself mm-hmm. on the back, but I know. But it's because I believe in these athletes and what that program continues to do to, to give. And we do the same with them. We, we, yep. we do everything we can with them. We look for opportunities. Justin Sports Medicine team and, and Western Sports Foundation. I mean, uh, everybody. We we try and spread ourselves out, not just at the top, but at the bottom too, because. There's an association that comes to mind that's in Michigan, mm-hmm. and it's a youth association that doesn't really have anything, and it's a bunch of dads that got together, right. and they pooled their money, and they buy helmets from us, and they let the kids use them and ride them. And, and, 
And that association is always calls and says, hey, can we get a donation? This last year was, hey, can you just send us stickers? Yeah. It's like, that cool? really? That's it? You just want stickers? He's like, yeah, we just want stickers for all of our kids. That's cool. Yeah. So it's like, all right. So from top to bottom, we, we try and help as much mm-hmm. as we can. That's so cool. Okay. Let's get down to business. Um, looking at this helmet, it's plain, solid black. There's no logos on it. Who are we going to put a Matt West Now podcast helmet on? I mean, that's 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 the million dollar question, and what's it going to cost? Like, that's we're going to have to start putting some feelers out there. I think that's something that needs to happen. You know, there's been this weekend. There was a couple guys that went into it, that, and it's just like anything else. You know, they want to go practice with their professionals. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm betting there's a couple. <laughs> That would do it. There's a couple. Yeah. I couldn't afford to put one on my dog. My dogs would charge. Oh, sure you could. Sure you um, could. That's that's the other thing about like they're not ridiculously. It's it's not like it's going to cost you a hundred thousand dollars. It's not going to cost you a new they're car. Five hundred bucks. Yeah, they're five hundred bucks. Like isn't that nuts? I, I say isn't that nuts? I'm oh, looking at you, but, guys, you, know, you guys own the company. We hear it all the time. At, let me look at everybody else and go, holy shit! Like, how are you not investing that much money? Well, what we love about it is, and, and we all are. I'm, I'm going to say this openly: we all love nice boots. We all love damn yes, nice. I promise food. you, we love <laughs> yeah. damn nice. American I've spent hats. more than that on a hat. I know. That that's does not protect I know, my brain. I'm saying so. Like when we walk in the best hat store, it's like, hey, this is the hat I want. Yep. You know, and it can be. 1200 1500 it's a 500x the, you know right down to our boots being custom made these guys want custom shafts and we get the parents say oh i don't know if i can spend 500 dollars." but she's got but she just called dean randolph and ordered three pairs of shafts at 500 dollars a piece i'm like are you kidding me yeah it's it'll look good Lay I, I took a picture i saw a sign in a random gas station i'm not going to name the state it was in but we'll call it aransas Aransas. and um (laughs) the sign says uh did you remember to look in your back seat for your kids if that sign reminded you that your kids are in the back seat you're a dumbass you're on the turnpike I don't remember. Yeah, you were. I don't remember. No, there's a sign on Turnpike at the gas stations that say that. But that's so stupid. If you have to have a sign, remind you, your kids are in the back seat. You're a dumbass. If you will spend more on a purse than you will a helmet for your kid, you're a dumbass. Period. Okay. Plain and simple. And I'm telling and I got a lot of friends that, that, that are guilty of exactly what I just said. And if that's your hesitation, then I got it. I got it. We Nothing need to for talk. It. We need to talk. <laughs> uh, what else, guys? Anything else? Uh, the pod. I mean, we talk about the helmets. Helmets a, a lot. Obviously, they can get on social media and yeah, check it's it out. The, at helmets. One hundred X helmets dot com. One zero zero X helmets. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. I mean, Instagram. Yeah. It's all there. We're always around. Yep. Yeah. He's just a little bigger. Around. Uh-huh. That's right. Like, <laughs> your mama's so fat when she sits around the house. She sits around the house. The podcast is on it's YouTube, everywhere. obviously. YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Like, here's, here's something I've learned about podcasts. They're everywhere. Like, I don't... You might, I'll I mean, tell you something, buddy. I think you have everybody's a, got one now. And I think you could have a flip phone and figure out where a podcast is. <laughs> yeah. You, I take it. Oh, so you guys are doing one of those now. <coughs> Well, yeah, right. Everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And if you want to come on, we'd love to talk with you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want somebody. You know what's so funny is, one, I'm getting choked. But, <coughs> two, people 
friends, and I've mentioned this a couple of times, like I have friends in our world that when I say, hey, come do the podcast, they kind of, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, like it's not, it's not a big deal to them. Okay, that's great. I will remember that. And yep. because, hey, this might be over tomorrow. I might not ever do another one after this because you guys really aren't that entertaining. But anyways, um, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I love no, you. No, you're guys. not, but that's okay. No, no, no. I, 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 I carry him. I don't care. You, God knows God. I carry him. I bless. I put him in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> I, I know he's not that funny because I carry him. That's, a, all that's not a wheelbarrow. That's a dump truck. No, <laughs> my, a dump truck. my point being is like I, I welcome. Like I love promoting. You know, I love talking about Ted Stoven's podcast, Cowboy Shit. Matt Merritt got a podcast. He stole the idea from me, but that's okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Roadcast with Matt Merritt. Um, yeah. Rump Chat. Like, there's so many, to me, it's cool. continuing to grow the industry. Yeah, but you know, here's one thing I've learned about it and how much this is why I like podcasts, and maybe just because I like hearing people talk and, or myself or whatever. I would rather spend my time listening to what's going on in my industry than go sit in front of the TV unless I'm watching Netflix Cheerleader, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I might. The more he talks about, the more I might have to look into this. I mean, it's a good way to no, kill time and learn I, about I another guess. industry, I, I guess. I guess so I, I, just, I was just doing a little R&D. Just trying to be. Yeah, just learning about it. Get a little hey, diversified. do cheerleaders wear helmets? They should. They should. The way they fly around, they there's no joke. No, like the whatever those guys are that catch them stuff. Yeah. And they, we, hey, we, whoa. Yeah. Did he just we do that? Did he just back to podcasts? The reason I like podcasts is because I would rather learn and be more in the know of, of the group of people that I'm in. Like, I love the Meat Eater podcast. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a huge hunter. I enjoy bird hunting. Um, I'll go deer hunting every now and then. I love the fact that that guy has been able to bring his passion to everybody else. Yeah. yeah Steve, yeah. He, it's cool how he does it. It's like, I go into an area, I hunt, but then it's the culture, and then it's the cooking, and we're going to eat it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, I don't know if you ever listened to his. or Yeah. 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 I listen but, to a lot. I yeah. listen to a lot outdoor. I listen to Brian Collin. Oh, yeah. Rudy Bowman. I love Brian. He's a, he's a great guy. But, you know, I love him because he's just as much into fitness as he is hunting, but everybody knows him from the outdoor world. And it's like, that's me. And that's why we're changing the logo of my podcast because, like, yeah, I'm an announcer. No, you, don't, I, you want to just be like I'm, Hulk, I think. Well, yeah, basically. But, you know, I mean, like, I'm into so many more things and i think the biggest feedback i get when people start listening to my podcast is it's not as western sports driven as a lot of people think because i love politics yeah. i love other sports i i there's there's I so many different sides to people you were talking about promoting you enjoy promoting yeah if it's matt Meredith, if it's rump whoever my friends absolutely i You'd, love seeing good people yeah. succeed Period, and I love talking about it. It's when we were on your podcast, like you guys know, I would I sat down on your podcast. I don't like talking about me. I, like, I want to talk about you for a second, though. I want to know if you were a wrestling superstar, what would your outfit oh, be? Shit. Why would I even need one? That's the that's the answer. Like, why would I even need an outfit? The body. That's what she I said. Mean, okay, it wasn't funny there. That's the first time I've ever heard that's what she Dude, said. Dude, and if you, walked, if you walked out of the ring, she'd be like, yeah, he needs an outfit. <laughs> I promise you, I, like, I would be the guy that showed up. I'd be one of those guys that wrestled in, like, jeans, and I'd For have what, some what, kind of jacket. I know, because I know you thought about it. I don't know, man. You really, thought about it. Like, when yeah, I was a kid, coat, when I was a kid, coat. there was no way around it I would have had on yellow tights and yellow boots, and I'd have had the red and yellow some some way. 
but I wasn't going to go stand in my underwear. That's for damn sure. I was way too shy. You weren't going to wear trunks? Under no, roofs? No, under no, roofs. no, no trunks. I probably, like, I probably would have had to go with the Zubas because I still wear Zubas to this day. You know what I'm talking about, right? You imagine how many razors you know how many razors it would take to get Matt West ready for a wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got hair like a bear. Uh, Everywhere, Manscaped.com. Manscaped. I'm telling you, Manscaped would have to spend. They would have. They would send a hey, case of what, what is that? That lawnmower. They need a brush hog. The, uh, yeah, that's right. Just bring the tractor in. We've got. Ding, we, ding, we got some ding. Hay Matt gets to call up. Hey, we're ready. Your matches tonight. They got six bottles of spray tan. And a case of Manscaped. Better have three mowers. hours to get it. Oh, you know, I, it, I guarantee. Trim down. Yeah, Manscaped should sponsor this podcast. They sponsor yeah. a lot of really shitty podcasts. They might as well. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> they sponsor some shit, man. How can I not get podcast? I have no. How is it like if last few podcasts? We were always like, "Hey, Manscaped's on that podcast." <laughs> and that one. No, oh, this one's terrible. Yeah, I'm hairy as shit, man. Yeah, when, I'm the guy that needs it. When Theo was carved their. Their logo <laughs> in my uh, chest. Oh my goodness, Theo! The way Theo was describing it, and your sack. <laughs> when you when you've got Dude, it. I, that that thing that thing has been so cool to me because you guys know I say this every week. Like I'm still a kid from a town of 300 people, and to think that I went to L.A. and got to sit down with Theo Vaughn on his podcast with a PBR world champion. Like I'm blown away. I had people. It's nuts, man. Life's crazy. It is. It's it's crazy in such a good way. So I appreciate you guys letting me yeah. invade your space. I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. Uh, like we've talked about it, I've wanted to do it. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys have the two big guys in Grover. You got a big sign right in front of me, so I don't forget the name of it. That's stupid. <laughs> in case you were wondering, yeah, we're on it. Uh, you guys got you guys got the branding shit down. Let me tell you. Hey, hey you remember Pat T-shirt company? You got it everywhere. Uh, I love it, um, Chris. Cody, thank you guys for this. I appreciate it so much, man. Um, social media, 100X, 100XHelmets.com. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to continue to try to be a little bit more um, consistent in dropping these podcasts and the YouTube channel uh, hitting the airwaves as well. So thank you guys for doing this. Um, an incredible weekend here in Kansas City. Congratulations. By the way, something we didn't even talk about, Lucas Davino winning his first PBR, Unleash the Beast. Pretty awesome. That pretty, was awesome. Pretty cool. I, I told you my favorite statement of the whole weekend. Yeah, the, yeah. Say it. it was the Brazilians said we had to take care of Jose because he wasn't here, and they stepped up and went one, two, three. Jose gets hurt in round one, mm-hmm. can't come back and uh, close the deal on Championship Sunday. Lockwood wins the round one, comes back. So what do the Brazilians do? They went ahead and pulled the old NASCAR team. We're going to slide everybody out. We'll go one, two, three, and we'll keep the the second place guy down a a little bit. Pretty pretty funny story. But anyways, again, guys, thanks for letting me take over. We are here at the 100X World Headquarters just outside of Kansas City. Uh, Thanks for taking your time and, and listening to this shit. I appreciate it. Don't forget, every day is an opportunity to be better. Next time. Peace out.